Hello, pal, friends. Happy International Podcast Day. Today is September 30th. A couple days ago, I had the pleasure of interviewing Lauren Arterburn from Arizona. We had a great talk, and it's something that I hope you enjoy. If you'd like to be on the podcast with me in the future, please shoot me an email, which is listed in the comments below. I'm here with Lauren today, and Lauren's from the great state of Arizona, right, Lauren? Heck yeah. And Lauren, how do you say your last name? It's Artiburn. I would have never guessed that. Is, <laughs> there a si- is, is there a silent Z in there? Most people think there is. You should hear the way people say it. <laughs> uh, how many stores do you have? We have one at the moment. And what is your store's name? It's Pinnacle Peak Ace Hardware in Scottsdale, Arizona. And have you achieved Pinnacle the last five years? Of course. It would be okay. embarrassing if we had Pinnacle in the name and we weren't Pinnacle. <laughs> okay, so is there, there's not a name change plan. You're going to keep going forward with it. Yes, sir. Perfect. Perfect. Um, how did you get into the business? My dad um, was an engineer and wanted to um, work for himself and started looking into businesses and came across ACE. And that was about 20 years ago. And um, he opened the store brand new 20 years ago. And I have been working in here ever since. So um, through my dad kind of just his career change and I fell in love ever since I was little. So I've been here ever since. Was he always in the Scottsdale area or did you move to, to build the store? We, um, we actually live about, well, they live five minutes from our store. Um, and that was just by chance and they moved right when we opened the store. So everything kind of just fell into place, but we've always been around the Scottsdale Phoenix area. What is your current role in the business? I am part owner. Um, I do I do so many tasks, I can't even keep up with them. Um, and I'm currently learning HR. My mom does HR, so I'm currently learning to take that over from her. Um, and I'm also taking over a bunch of my, my dad's positions with um, bills and um, a bunch of various office tasks that he does as well. Do you work on the sales floor at all? I do, yeah. Um, I also do inventory. Um, so I'm out there, you know, rearranging stuff, fixing stuff. Um, I'm trying to get off the sales floor um, more so I can do back-end things. But um, there is little parts of every day where I'm out there and certain customers know me by name. So they'll come knock on my office door and, you know, ask me questions. And so I'll have to go out there, which I don't mind. But um, I try to try to do both back office and floor work. Do you have a good management structure that you don't have to be on the floor all the time? Yeah, we do. I um, I have an operations manager and a store manager that manages um, day-to-day stuff out on the floor, and they do um, scheduling and everything like that. And I do have to remind them, don't come immediate, immediately to me for questions. Go up the chain of command. Um, we also have managers and we have key holders, so we have uh, plenty of people who are capable of answering questions and everything so that I don't have to and when I'm not here the store still functions as it should. But yeah, we have a lot of, a lot of really good people that help out in all areas. How many employees do you have on staff? Right now we have about 30, which is the most that we've ever had. Um, 
uh, we have a ton of part-time people, which is which is tough. I wish we had more full-time, but but uh, there's ups and downs to both sides. Do you have a lot of seasonality with your employees, people that maybe come from the Midwest for the uh, winter and go back home for the summer? So we have that in our customer base a ton. Um, it's dead here in the summer, or it's a lot quieter here in the summer because um, the snowbirds go um, back east. But most of our employees are here year-round. Um, we'll have the part-timers, you know, who are in high school. They they work more during the summer than they do during the year. but um, our busy time is in the winter and spring and um, I guess fall as well, what we what we have of fall here. <laughs> when does your fall start? Um, late, probably the middle of October. Um, it's September, it's September 20th right now. So it's pretty, um, it's still, it's still slower here right now. And I keep saying, Dad, when is it going to get busier? When are they coming back? And um, he's like, just wait, you know, middle of October. And it seems like it's later this year, but um, I know they will come back. What do you love about being in your store and then the hardware business? Um, I love Ace and my store and the fact that it's not a franchise. So it is what you make it. Um, you know, everything is up to you. So you can create the environment and um, tailor it to whatever you and your customers and employees want. Um, and I like, I like the hardware business in general because I like helping people um, solve problems and um, create, you know, new ways of doing things. And um, it's a nice business to be involved in. That's, that's for sure. Are you an expert in plumbing? Um, absolutely not. That is, that is one thing I struggle with. Um, I know a lot of, I know a lot of terms, but now putting them to, to work and actually doing it is a, a different story. I, I grew up helping my dad around the house, um, fix, fixing things. And, um, he calls me John Arterburn the third, cause he's the second. So he jokes that I'm his son, but I can't do, I can't do everything out on the floor, electrical and plumbing wise. I can show you where the parts are if you know what you're doing, but that's, Definitely one of my struggles here. What about grass seed? Are you an expert in grass seed? <laughs> I actually did a segment on grass seed two years ago on our one of our local channels, and I had to study a lot for it. But now I feel like I can do it if I needed to. But we have we have a lot of fake grass around here, so <laughs> that's not necessary. I was going to ask how much grass seed is there that needs to be sold because of the the conditions oh. out there. Gosh, not much. Not we. I mean, I hear stories that like do pallets of grass seed, and we we live in an area first of all where there's a lot of turf, and second of all, it's an upscale area, so people pay landscapers to do the job for them. And I don't know where the landscapers get their seed from, but it's not me. We do not sell that much at all. And you don't have snow plows in the winter tearing up your your lawns, right? Nope, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that was a thing. What's one of your pain points in your business? Um, like I said, the the knowledge of not knowing exactly exactly how um, electrical wiring and you know plumbing and that kind of stuff works. That's that's um, a tough point. Um, but luckily, I'm not on the floor a ton, so I can and I can always ask for help when that happens. But that's something that I wish I just understood more of. Um, and I also I don't like um, 
disciplining. That's another pain point <laughs> that I don't I don't like dealing with. I don't like writing people off or I'm I'm just like you do your job, I'll do my job, and everyone's happy. So that's one thing I'm I'm learning as I go. Um, what warehouse do you pull out of? We pull out of the Prescott warehouse. Are you on Logistics Revolution yet? Yes, we are. How's that going? Um, I I feel like we're doing a pretty good job. I mean, no complaints yet, and everything seems to run pretty smoothly. How uh, how many deliveries do you get that are not CPO? Um, we get two regular deliveries a week. And one CPO then? If we if we opt in, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. I think um, last year, or the year before, when they were offering it all the time, we did it constantly. Um, and now, now I think we get delivery of CPO on Friday if we if we need it. I try not to recently because the orders have been pretty large. Um, but during the pandemic and everything, that was that was what we used a lot. And I saw on Facebook that you got your Christmas in already, right? Yes, we sure did. We have a we have Christmas and Halloween going at the same time, and I absolutely love it. Um, we we're still getting Christmas in as we speak, actually. But um, a lot of the stores around here already have their full Christmas displays up, like Costco and Hobby Lobby and all those things. So I kind of I try to gauge when they start putting it up how to you know how quickly we need to get our stuff up. And how big is your Christmas area? Um, I wish it was bigger. Um, we struggle for space here in the store, but um, gosh, I don't even know how many how many feet it is. But we have like a little seasonal area um, in the front corner of our store where we we do Christmas there, and then um, in the off season we'll do like some grilling stuff. Um, I definitely wish it was bigger. I could fill it with I could fill the whole store with Christmas if I wanted to. How big is your store? We are 13,000 square feet. Anything outside like uh, a lawn or a nursery or plants no. or greenhouses? No, I wish. Um, we we have a, like a bridge out front of the store where we keep pallets of soil um, and then like pallets of concrete underneath an awning out, out front of our store. Um, but there's not really much space space out front or in the back to have anything outside. So we were kind of locked in that regard. How do you find, how do you define success in your business? Um, I definitely, um, the number of ways I know inventory turns um, is very important and also um, mango. If we're, if we're scoring high on mango, I'm, I'm like, yeah, we're we're doing something right. And also if the employees are are happy and the customers are happy, you can tell when things are going well um, and when things are kind of not so well, but there's so many measurements. And I've I've learned a lot from my dad too. He's still teaching me tons every day about, you know, metrics and everything, but a lot of ways to gauge. Is there a succession plan in place to take over from, from your parents? Um, yeah, somewhat. I think that, I think my dad will always work to some extent. It kind of keeps him going. And, um, we have a, a hunting and shooting area up front that is his little baby. Um, so that's, that's something he loves to come in and do. Um, but I'm, 
I'm learning. I'm taking over my mom's role right now. Most of my dad's stuff that he does, but um, this year is is the year that I'm doing a ton more of their their tasks. So we'll see how that goes towards the end of this year, and I think they'll they'll keep backing out as we go along. How do you find the PAL group helps you with, you know, the eventual takeover or succession of your business? Um, gosh, I've met so many great people um, through the PAL group. Um, and I, I just, I like networking nights because I can ask any question and not feel silly for doing so. Um, Cause everyone is at such different places in their, you know, taking over their parents store or whatever it is. Um, and there's so many good ideas that I get from them um, at those networking events and in the, the Google group and everything. So I've, I've learned a ton just from asking questions and listening. I'll put you on the spot here. Name, name the one person that comes to mind when you think of Pal. Haley. <laughs> Immediately. I, I, the first time I met her, I was like, can I be your friend? Like, can I have your phone number? You are so smart and everything that comes out of her mouth. I'm like, why didn't I think of that? So I, I appreciate everything she has to, to offer. We'll see if she, uh, she listens to this episode and, and maybe uh, sends you a thank you for it. Yeah. <laughs> a shout out. <laughs> um, what's your leadership style like? Um, that's something I'm still kind of, uh, I'm still learning what my style is. Um, I know, I know that I've been to a few manager classes and trainings and, um, I, I do a lot of things. So when I ask an employee to do something, I'll do it with them so they understand. And then they would take over and do it. But sometimes I take it too far to where I just end up doing the task. So that's something that I'm still, um, still learning what my, what my style is, but, um, I'm I'm laid back here and they know they can ask questions and and not feel stupid for asking them. So that's what I'm trying to start by, you know, be easygoing, have boundaries and um a good employee base that understands that and does that as well. What is the best compliment you've ever been given? Um someone added me into their will by meeting me at the store. <laughs> That's a compliment. I, I feel like that's a large compliment. Um, I also dog sit for their dogs, so I've kind of become like a daughter to them. Um, yeah. Now, you're in to helping uh, dogs, correct? Yes. Yeah. What do you we, do with that? So we've done a ton of stuff. Um, I volunteer for a rescue called Sky Sanctuary Rescue, and I foster for them and I foster fail. We have four dogs now. Um, but we do adoption events at the store. Um, we do fundraisers. We round up at the register for them. Um, I think last year we raised over $10,000 for local animal rescues here. Um, this year, gosh, we're up. I think we're actually over 10000 already. Um, what else? We did a huge, um, I think we're trying to film a hardware story about it. We did a huge dog house build. Um, Paul's Ace also helped a little. They donated some wood, and um, we built a ton of dog houses for um, animals out on the San Carlos Apache Reservation in Globe, Arizona. 
and we donated a bunch of time and effort and materials and everything. And um, that's that's one area that my both myself, my employees, and my customers all love. Um, they love that cause. We year-round we also accept uh, dog and cat used items or new items donations. So I'm constantly getting those and taking those to various rescues and um, something that the community actually really enjoys. That's awesome. How much time do you spend a week with that? Um, I feel like I feel like every day to some extent. Um, I post I post animals that are up for adoption in the store. Um, again, taking loads of blankets um, from the store to my house, and then figuring out what rescue um, needs those. Uh, you know, piles of dog food we've done. Um, there's a ton. People asking in the store, you know, what organization are we helping now? And um, it's something that I never thought the, the neighborhood would get into as much as they have, but it's something that they will go above and beyond for. So it's been really cool seeing that happen. Do you have a large pet supply area in your store then? No, we don't. It's one thing I'm, I'm looking into doing. Um, there's a few, actually, I guess one just went out of business. Um, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Good, good, good thinking. Um, it's something I've wanted to expand. There was a few pet supply stores around, but I think one of them just went out of business. Um, we do have a ton of dog toys, though. Um, that's something we do really well in, but that's as far, that's as much as that goes. What is your favorite job at the store? Um, I, I have like a home accessories and gift area up front. And that's probably my favorite job right now. Um, I love shopping for that area. And um, I've done really, really well, too. I have I also have one of everything up there. But um, that's always fun to look for new things. And I like, you know, making cute new displays and holiday stuff. That's also, I love holiday displays. I'm a holiday freak. So anything with Christmas or Halloween, anything like that, I'm all over it. What is your least favorite job in the store? Um, writing people up. <laughs> I just, I despise all of that. I, it's something I struggle with that I'm working on every day, but um, I, I really hate that. <laughs> um, what's one of the most important lessons you've learned over your career in the store? Um, gosh, I don't even know. I've learned so much. Um, my dad is super knowledgeable about everything, and my mom is as well. Um, I I guess listening to elders and people that have been in the business longer that's that's where I've learned most of my um, super super helpful tips. Um, God, I couldn't even pick one if I tried. <laughs> Listening overall is, is is important. What is one lesson your job has taught you that you think everyone should learn? Um, I think everyone should work in retail in general. Um, seeing how, how just learning to interact with people of all different, you know, backgrounds and you don't know what's going on at their home. So, you, you know, you kind of have to learn how to gauge your behavior to, um, something that will complement, you know, whatever mood they're in kind of is a, a good social 
a good good way to learn social skills. I think a lot of people need help with that. If you could go back and give your 16 or 18 year old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, I wish I would have immersed myself in the ACE world more. Um, I wish I would have, I think there is, there's internships available. Um, I wish I would have just started learning more about ACE as a whole when I was younger. Um, I always knew I wanted to do this with my parents, but um, I'm so busy with, you know, school and, and dance and um, I didn't, I guess I didn't take advantage of all of the programs and stuff ACE has to offer. At when you were 16 or 18 years old, what was your role in the store? Um, I, I always worked here to some extent. I think 16, I was in high school. I would have, I was cashiering and helping. My mom had a big home accessory area, so I helped her with that. Um, I think then I was just cashiering. I had learned how to mix paint and do screens and that kind of stuff. Um, and then once I was in college, um, I guess I helped with more back office and inventory tasks, which is something that has stuck with me until now even. If you could change one thing ACE does um, to improve it, what would it be? Um, I guess the learning place I think is very confusing. Um, I remember growing up hearing my parents talk about it and how unuser friendly it was, and then I was like, "Oh, you're just older. You don't, you don't know how to work the website." And then I finally dove into it, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Like they weren't kidding. And I still, I know that they've done different revolutions of changing it and making it simpler, but I still, for some reason, I still can't catch on to it. So I wish that they they would just simplify that. <laughs> Good answer. Um, what did COVID do for your business? Oh, gosh. Um, we had some of the best years we have ever had during COVID um, financially, but it put a strain on everyone. Um, it was it was tough sourcing products that I would normally get from Ace. I had to go elsewhere. Um, prices were all over the place. Um, customers were insane. There's a lot of nice customers. There's a lot of crazy customers too. Um, it just it taught my team how to work better together and to play to everyone's strengths. Um, that was that was when we, I really saw everyone come together more than ever. Um, but I hope that I never have to go through that ever again. What's your idea for Ace's future? Um, I like I like how there's a lot of um, people part of Ace who are progressive and um, always pushing for, you know, new things. And I do like how ACE updates. I know that they're updating ACENET and, you know, um, the assortments constantly. I think that's important. Um, I think there's a really good leadership board um, that ACE has that I'm excited to see what, what new ideas they have. Um, one thing I do wish that they would look into more is um, electronic bin tags that I know that that's been a a key point that a lot of other people have brought up, but that's something I, I hope one day to, to have here. That was that was brought up a couple times already. Um, yeah. And that was a big discussion at our last PAL summit. But 
what is the price you would pay for electronic bin tags per tag? Oh, God. I I do not know. I, we were talking about this among my uh, marketing group. We're we're a part of the Southwest Ace group, the Swag group, and we've talked about that. And I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to look up the time that it would you know save and the paper and the people putting it up. But I just imagine it being magical and and working great, alleviating yeah. a lot of tasks. If you could be a test store where they give you the bin takes to try for free, yeah, sign me up, right? Oh, immediately. <laughs> I would have done it yesterday. Um, what impact will the ACE 100 have on you and your business? Um, I, I hope things continue to continue to grow and do well and um, kind of just keep chugging, chugging along with the past few years we've had. I I have faith in ACE and I think it will be, I think it will be successful. Personally, what keeps you going day in and day out to work in your store and on your business? Um, I think knowing the time and effort and money and everything my parents put into the store um, and carrying that legacy on and um, everything here reminds me of them. And I'm, I'm proud that I get to take us over and, continue what they started and make it better and I mean work together with them I think I I literally just love what I do and I love the people I'm surrounded by and I love you know seeing my parents all the time and um, it's a really good environment and I'm lucky and I'm proud to be a part of it overall. What is the biggest mistake that you've made at the store? Um, biggest mistake would be allowing employees to um, be be too much of friends with employees and not um, not a a leader to them. There's uh, one employee in particular who's not here anymore, um, but that's a whole other story. But I guess just learning the line between friends and um, you know I'm also their boss, so they have to treat me with respect, and um, I will never do that ever again and I've learned and I'm glad I learned at a young age but um, it was definitely something tough to deal with. Give me your best customer story that that you have from your store. <laughs> um, I have a weird story. Go ahead. Um, this comes to mind. So a few years ago I was helping a guy over in our glue aisle and um, had a really long those really long mustaches and um I was helping him find some glue and everything he was asking for it was just it was strange the the qualities that he wanted in the glue so I finally asked him you know what are you doing what is this glue being used for and he said he was making a bracelet made of mustache hair his mustache hair for a good friend of his and he wanted to enclose the hair in glue but he wanted it to be bendable to make it into a bracelet and I tried my best to hold my composure. I was—I don't know who would want a mustache hair bracelet, but and I don't know how it ever turned out, but I, I hope it turned out good, and I hope the person he gave it to um, was thankful, I guess. So there's a second career for all of us is to turn mustache hair into bracelets. Yeah, bracelets, what, what, <laughs> what glue did he take for it? God, I don't even remember. I just remember I was focused on 
the fact that he was making a mustache hair bracelet. And I, I, I wish I remembered which glue he got. And I wish I asked him for an update of how it went, but I don't think I've seen him since. There might be a reason for that. I know. Maybe I didn't hold it together. <laughs> um, what are, do you have any new and outstanding products in your store that we should be aware of? Um, the general hot sauce has pulled really well for us. Um, and I, I just recently got to taste it um, at the Ace Show, and it's phenomenal, I think. Um, that's sold really well. And then also the uh, Hoff and Pepper hot sauces, those have done really well, too. Um, those are two things that immediately come to mind that I think is a no-brainer. Do you I do think, grilling think, samples? Yeah, so that's something that I think we're going to do. We're going to um, we're gonna do a big grill out for Thanks Grilling here in a few months, and that's something that I'm going to um, utilize and really promote there as well. Do you have plans what you're going to grill yet? Um, I'm not sure. I have uh, a guy who owns the restaurant next door to us who's going to come and help, and um, he always cooks really good stuff. I just tell him the, you know, if I want to use a Traeger rub or what hot sauce, and he throws something together. But um, I'm, we're going to grill a lot, I'm sure. We're going to have Traeger and Big Green Egg and Blackstone and everything. Yum. Yes. Making me hungry. <laughs> Come out and visit. In spring, maybe, for spring training. There you go. Yeah. What do you do to keep making yourself better? Um, I constantly am asking questions, um, and, and really taking the input that people give me, um, not only from other people that are other retailers, you know, in the business, but from my employees, my customers, um, they, I, they know my door is always open. If they have suggestions or ideas, I'm, I'm constantly, I'm open, I'm open and I'll listen to anything. Um, I also listen to, I read the, uh, hardware, what is it, hardware and building supply and the hardware retailing magazines, um, a lot of like new things to read in there and keep up on and um, yeah, learn from others. What do you think are the key aspects for hardware stores in general for their long-term health? Um, I think staying relevant is important for long-term health. I think um, having excess, having too much inventory, dead inventory, overstock, any of that kind of thing is um, not a good thing. And I think um, having good employees, good people who your customers enjoy being around, that's a huge, a huge aspect. I know a lot of us um, struggle with, but I think those are, I think it's super important to, to stay around and be successful. What technology do you use in the store that we should be aware of that maybe we're not using? Um, we started using QR codes um, for some things that I think are really helpful. Um, we use the ACE app a lot. The Zebra guns are awesome. But probably How many Zebra guns? We just have... We have, or actually, we have three now. Um, we keep one in the back office, and then two up front for all the employees to use. Um, 
and they all use their phones for the ASAP, so that's that's helpful for that. Are you using any new innovations? I guess um, we actually also have a text club that I started. I just happened to start it right before the pandemic hit, and um, I do like a hundred dollar gift card giveaway every month um, just for people in the club, and I do sales. Um, and then during the pandemic, that took off so quickly. I had like over a thousand people um, a part of the club. That's, I feel like that's something that ACE should definitely um, hop on board with. I know a lot of other companies utilize it, you know, different texting platforms. What uh, what company do you go through for that? It's called Sentext. It's S-E-N-T-E-X-T. Um, and their our rep is super super helpful. Um, they they come out to you and help you set it up, and you know give you a bunch of ideas for um, text to send out to your customers, and it's pretty affordable and definitely definitely the best out of any other company that I've looked at. Who do you follow outside of Ace that has influence over you? Um, gosh, I don't, I don't know outside of ACE, um, I don't know outside of ACE. I feel like my district manager, Matt Rogi, inside of ACE is absolutely awesome. And I, um, I look up to him and he helps me in a lot of ways, but outside of ACE, I, can't think of anyone. Ace what is, is my life, the, so. <laughs> yeah, Ace 100% of the time. I get it. Yeah. Um, what is the purpose of your company, and what is your why for your business? Um, so the purpose, my dad always says, is to be the most helpful hardware store on the planet. Um, and when he opened the store, he wanted to be a reliable um employer for our employees, you know, to be able to always count on us and our neighborhood to always um, feel like we were there specifically for them. Um, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for our customers. So everything revolves around them and our employees take care of them. So then everything also revolves around our employees. So um, I think those two things are our core for us. What advice would you give to other companies or other retailers trying to figure out their why? Um, I guess it comes down to the root of why you even started the business in the first place. Um, you know, we exist to, to serve others. And that was an easy why for us. You know, why did, why did he go into business? You know, he wanted to to work for himself and to be able to make a good environment and a good place for people to come um, that was reliable. So I think it's a very literal question. How does your store advertise? Um, we advertise a variety of ways. Um, we, like I said, we're part of the Southwest ACE group. Formerly it was the TAP group. Um, so we advertise with them. We do over the top um, OTT advertising, YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram, emails, 
texting. Um, and we still do paper through ACE. I think pretty much in every way we do it. Which mode of advertising is is your best RO, um, ROI? Um, it depends. I guess it depends on on the uh, on the offer. Um, the text club is extremely successful. Um, you know, with with advertising online, you can see who you. Um, how many impressions, how many views you get, and you can see out of those people, you know, who comes into the store. So um, online is also, has been very successful for us as well. But we still have a ton of people coming in with, with paper flyers. We're, you know, we're in an older um, part of town. So a lot of them don't even do, you know, social media and online stuff. So when they come in bringing our paper flyers, we, we know that's still working too. So we kind of hit it at all all angles to make sure we get everyone. What value do you get out of networking with your other retailers? Um, gosh, I, I've learned I, it's invaluable um, networking with other retailers. We have, I have a bunch of friends. I've made friends with so many other people across the country and in Arizona um, who are other retailers and um, just being able to ask questions and bounce ideas off each other and you know, not having to reinvent the wheel every time I come across like a an obstacle, being able to reach out and say, hey, what do you do for this? Or what do you do for that? And um, I, I talk to other retailers like almost daily. So it's, we have a really tight group here in Arizona. And I also have, like I said, friends across the country who I'll ask questions to. And um, I really value their input. What's the favorite ACE store that you've visited? Um, Probably, I really like Bucks Ace um, in Hurricane, Utah. They, um, I've known Buck for years, and my dad, my dad's friends with them, and um, I think it's cool how all the brothers. I think they have, they either have two or three now, um, but it's cool how all the brothers work together, and they have a huge um, home accessories area and decor in one of their air, one of their stores. Um, they have uh, uh, firearms too, and and hunting and shooting and that kind of stuff. And um, that store, or there's also ooh, a really cool store in Tucson um, that I think it the store covers like three street three street fronts. Like it's gigantic, and they have model cars there. Um, they have a model shop, like a hobby shop. They have plates and dishes. They have everything. So probably probably either of those stores. When you visit other e-stores, what's the first thing that you always notice that impresses you? Um, I think it's the employees. You know, you can you can walk into a beautiful, huge store and um, have an employee say, hi, you know, what can I help you find today? And be super friendly. Or you can walk into a tiny, you know, store with stuff crammed to the ceiling. And as long as the employee comes and says, hey, you know, what can I help you find? They're smiling. I think that's like my wow, mo my wow moment, you know, these people, they care about you. They're clearly their employer cares about them and they're happy to be there. When your parents were raising you up in the store, did they try to steer you to um, coming back and working there 
or did they just let you take your own path? No. Um, I always told my parents that I wanted to do that. Um, I have a younger sister who was never, never really interested, and they, I think she worked here, like, once during high school. Um, but I always said I wanted to do it. And in college, I studied um, communication and special event management. And when I graduated, my dad was like, okay, you got to go, you know, apply for other jobs. I want you to have at least one other job before you come to work for us. And I had had, I'd worked at restaurants and stuff growing up um, a few times. So I I have had, have had other jobs, but um, he, I told him, okay, I'll apply. And I really didn't apply anywhere else. I was just, I was just, um, I was working here while I was supposed to be applying. And um, finally, he he was like, all right, well, are you happy? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right, he can't leave because he saw how much value I added and just kind of a fresh set of eyes. And he was like, all right, well, then you're hired. And, and I've been here, I think I've been here eight years since I've graduated college full time. So um, it's been going great ever since. Did you tell them you weren't looking for other jobs back then? No, I didn't. I think I, I think I just recently told them. I said, yeah, I never really applied anywhere else. Um, I think he just wanted me to be sure, and he wanted, you know, he didn't. They never wanted to force me into doing this. Um, they wanted me to, you know, be, be happy with whatever I did. Um, but this was, I just always knew this was for me. And it was funny because growing up, my sister and I. Um, before we had this store, we'd go into like Home Depot and stuff, and we always loved the way hardware store smelled. And so when my parents told us they were opening this store, my first reaction was, oh, my gosh, I love how they smell. Um, it's kind of sad because now I don't smell it anymore because I'm here every day. But um, I'll, always, I'll always remember my first reaction. That's an awesome story. Yeah. Um. Do you have any retailers that come to mind who we should talk to next? Yes. Um, I I think Lauren Mayhew um, from Litchfield Ace. I think she's in Connecticut. Um, gosh, Matt Borey. I think he's in Michigan. Um, or Kayla Owens. She's also here in Arizona. She's taking all of those people are taking over their parents' stores. Um, currently so it's I think any one of those people would be interesting to talk to. Are you planning to go to the uh, PAL summit? I am. I'm excited to get out of the heat here and and network with some people and get some new ideas. I'm really excited. Now would this be your first PAL summit? Yeah it will. I don't know what I can't remember why I didn't go last year but I'm I'm very happy I can attend this one. What are you most looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to a long list of ideas I will come home with after talking with everyone. I always end up having a long list of, oh, yeah, I need to do that, that, and that. And um, it just makes me feel accomplished knowing that I I um, came up came up and talked with some good retailers and got some good ideas. Awesome. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about before – we uh, start publishing this. I don't think so. I think you got it all. All right. I oh, don't have to oh, edit actually, any of this, do I? I do have one thing. No, you're okay. good. But let me do a little shout out. Um, everyone should follow us on Instagram at Pinnacle Peak Ace. 
and um, also on Instagram, the Helpful Hardware Pups, and also Helpful Hardware Girls. <laughs> That's it. With all these Instagram shout-outs, I'm going to have to start getting Instagram. You probably should. They're entertaining. <laughs> well, thank you, Lauren, for being on with me today. And uh, best you. of luck in the future, and, and have fun at the uh, the summit in a couple weeks. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.